0: Sean Dizzle.
1: Mikey Hizzle.
0: <laughs> like my Count Dracula countdown? No,
1: it threw me all off.
0: I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oh, 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 oh. Sesame yep. Street bra
1: yep. it's, it's a classic happy recording day <laughs> happy recording
2: day indeed <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going <laughs> so how do you
0: get a super hot country girl's attention mm, I don't know you attract her my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are so
0: dumb
3: <laughs>
0: Yeah He's just a tractor That's all <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> Man.
1: but You don't like that one? It's just you think it's the best thing ever And that's just like <laughs> oh yeah Ha ha It's like you know when a little kid's like Knock knock Who's there <laughs> Knock knock It's like oh ha, ha you're so funny mm.
0: Whatever My stand up career is gonna be great That's funny to me Oh God, that is so funny Hey man, keep
1: going (laughs) Maybe find some better jokes along the way
0: Hey, I thought that was pretty funny Anyway, uh, what's going on? Nice
1: Man, chilling, you know Mm. I guess I'll say it, happy Valentine's Day
3: Hmm
0: I so what else is going on? I really care about Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> so besides that, what else is going on?
1: Just working, man. Yeah. Just working. Getting the apartment all set up. And doing our yeah. thing.
0: You completely unpacked or you're like still waiting through boxes? How about
1: 85, 90% done? Yeah. But
0: I get that.
1: I will say we have had super cold weather here the past, like, two days. How cold is it? Like, below zero. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Pretty nuts. Like, yeah, when your car door mad. is frozen shut, <laughs> hmm, hmm, <laughs> you know it's hmm. cold. Hmm. hmm. But it got up to about I don't know, twenty today, and then it felt like, oh, this is warmer. Yeah. What's the weather been
0: like in your neck of the old woods? Uh not bad at all, actually. I mean it I woke up this morning, it was like six degrees outside, but it warmed up to thirty. By the end of the day, so it didn't matter so it's it's okay. The next couple of days is supposed to warm up into the thirties, so um noise um so yeah, I mean, it ain't nothing to it. It's gonna continue to get warmer, like hell, we're halfway through the month of February, and we've like barely had any snow. I've only used my snow blower one time. And so, um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, dude, we're almost over. Like, March 1st, you know, you got to spring forward. Boy, (laughs) did you know that? Like, Daylight Savings Time is already coming back around just that quick. And it is so good. Yeah, so, like, we're about to gain or no when we spring forward we lose an hour right yeah spring forward you lose an hour so we lose an hour of sleep but there's more sunlight we gain an hour of sunlight right days are longer yeah i mean the days are starting to get longer already as it is so um yeah man this is, uh, this is barbecue weather. I still have ice outside and snow outside, you know, but... I'm putting a pork butt on in the morning.
2: So... Yum, yum. Yeah, buddy. So... The only thing I need is some magic dust. Shit. Dude. Wow.
1: Well, uh, we'll be back in... In the H-Berg this weekend, we can pick some up and ship it to you if you want.
0: Yeah, that would be great. I didn't take you up on the first two times, but I'm going to take you up on it this time. All right. Because, um, yeah, it sucks, dude. I need to set a reminder to, or else I will forget. Yeah, sure. The only way I can get it is ordering it on Amazon and when you order it on Amazon, it doesn't come by itself. It um, it comes it's in with like, like a pack two with other stuff, Yeah, yeah, it comes in a three pack of a couple other things that I don't care to to have. So <clears throat> it's like, dude, can I just get the magic dust, please? <laughs> and then I I looked it up. You know, I I don't know if. Uh, 17th Street Barbecue would actually ship it to me.
2: So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Like, there there was, like, no way to, like, order it on their website and say, ship it to me, at least not that I saw. So.
2: um, It's definitely needed.
0: I could use some. No. I tried to make up my own stuff for uh for the last pork butt and it didn't turn out as good. Like the meat was good, but the the rub that I put on it wasn't the best. It it wasn't anything exciting. So um I I can't duplicate magic dust. I mean, we we did that side-by-side comparison when you guys were in Detroit. Yep. I smoked two pork butts and the magic dust one. It, it's just nothing like it. I can't can't say enough about it. So I need some in my life. I'm like feening. I'm scratching my left arm. <laughs> 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 well, we'll send you some, bro.
1: I need to get some. Probably need to pick um, up some for us too, because I don't sell it here where we live now. So
0: it's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't understand. Why, why is the reach so low for a product that's so good?
1: I guess, man, just because they're kind of like a local
0: thing in Marion. I don't know. Hmm. Is that where we were? We were in Marion when we went to that, that restaurant?
1: Yep. Seven, oh. 17th Street Barbecue is in uh, Marion, Illinois, if anyone cares to look them up. Or if you're in or around the area you gotta go
2: you just you just need to
3: hmm
2: hmm alright but I
1: like it. speaking of food and things you need to try man we've uh, been to St. Louis a couple times since it's so close now and oh man we ate at this uh, this restaurant called Layla's and they had shawarma what you know what I'm saying? Got some shawarma, dude. They got like craft beers and like bomb freaking burgers, man. Definitely gonna
0: go back. <clears throat> so good. I can't wait to get down there, bro. Because I, I want you guys to, to take me to all over town. It's too close and you guys have made it sound like freaking bar heaven yeah
1: you know, plus so. there's uh in edwardsville which is 10 12 minutes there's uh it's a college town and ugh, there's just food and you know the bar scene and it's just ugh, so much stuff to try <laughs>
0: it's pretty good it's pretty good we, we got stuff pop Popping up down uh, downtown in Detroit, and we we've honestly lost track of all the places. Uh, I have a list like that new I've places to keep. Yeah, just a ton of new places that have opened up in the last year, huh. and we haven't we haven't tried them yet. So um, we had to make it a point to do something cool as the weather breaks. Every place is going to be jumping, you know. So. Um, we got to get down there and make it count
2: for real so,
0: yeah so i mean there's places that i haven't been yet that it's embarrassing even to <laughs> it's embarrassing even to admit some of the places that i haven't been down there um and so and and we haven't like hung out downtown in a while we've just been staying local obviously with a five month old baby <laughs> It's a smart thing to do uh, Especially but, when it's cold Yeah especially when it's cold But I'm starting to miss the city So and I'm pretty sure that Once the weather breaks we're gonna uh, Really make it count so <laughs> Something to look forward to Yeah, Gotta know. get my ass back down to Green Dot Stables Haven't been there since they Changed their oil to Uh it's a peanut,
2: so I gotta I gotta get back down there.
0: Sucks, can't take Micah there anymore.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to go
1: without Micah. That's gonna suck.
0: Yeah, it's really gonna suck because that honestly is his favorite restaurant in the city. So
1: then you're gonna have to hide it from him, like you're <laughs> cheating on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are there sliders in the fridge, Dad?
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know where those came from, son.
0: Uh, right. Uh, speaking of which, Mike has started playing basketball, so Cubby he's not been not been coming here on the weekend, so that means I have to drive to Grand Rapids to see him, which sucks. Um, you know, it's just kind of awkward. You, know, you start talking to people and you know, they're just like, oh, yeah, Micah's dad from Detroit is here. You know, it's <laughs> hypotil. It's just a <laughs> weird atmosphere. Don't shank me, um, man.
1: <laughs> I don't carry cash anyway. <laughs> like that, it's, or like, what do
0: you mean? Oh, yeah. well, no, not like that. It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's just a weird vibe. Yeah. You know, that's there. So, um, well, yeah. fuck it. You're there so for your son. Yeah, it's just hard to go there. I mean, last weekend I went there. It was you know a three hour drive in a snowstorm. I was white knuckling it. You know, white out conditions.
2: Uh, a lot of the times on the highway,
0: uh, I think I counted seven cars in the ditch, just
2: going, Dang. just going there. Yeah. It's bad, man.
0: Um, and then I get there. I took him to Founders because that's where he wanted to go. So don't judge me. Uh, but, you know, he wanted some hot wings before playing basketball. So I was like, all right, buddy, sure. Let's get, <laughs> go get some hot wings. And uh, so we had a good time together. And then he he played ball. He did mm-hmm. good. He scored the last point. And then I jumped on the road to head back home. Once again, a freaking snowstorm, whiteout conditions, several cars in the ditch. You know, it's just brutal in the wintertime. Summertime, I don't mind so much. It's like, whatever. I'll drive. I don't care. It's just as wintertime, dude. Sometimes it takes a long time, a lot longer than what it should, you know, to get there and to get home. So. Yeah.
1: Sucks, man too because people suck yeah it's like you know people drive like idiots in the rain but I feel like they do that even more in the snow and it's just like dude <laughs> like this no is why you it. see so many wrecks because you're driving like an ass mm-hmm. like just slow down Yeah.
2: no doubt about it Um, on
0: another note the uh the the diamond princess. That <laughs> that damn boat that's quarantined. Haven't heard about uh, it. Oh with corona. With coronavirus? Yeah. I saw today that the freaking um it, it's it's up to like two hundred and sixty people that have it now. Hmm. Or two two hundred yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, an hour ago, <coughs> Google News is saying that uh, China reported another 143 deaths.
2: Dude, it's absolutely sick.
1: 2,641 additional cases.
3: Good
2: grief, man.
0: Wow. See, had they let those people off the boat, you know, they had. They had enough people that tested positive. You know, had they just took those people that tested positive, took them off the boat and treated them right away, it's a good chance, man, that it wouldn't have spread to a couple hundred more people. You know, like these people are literally like quarantined, not just on the ship, but they're being forced to stay in their rooms as well. And so, you know, if 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 a husband is tested positive, he's stuck in a room with with his wife, what do you what's the next thing that's gonna happen? She's gonna end up testing positive. Just give it a couple days, you know. And um uh, uh the wife was reading an article to me today how uh they let them Go out on the deck in shifts, but only if they wear a mask. And for some of the people, because it's like almost 3000 people on the boat, just passengers, not, not including the crew. um,
2: They're, they're, uh, they're people that haven't
0: breathed fresh air in three days. It's like, Oh, today is our day to be able to go out on the deck. And then there's a rule that they have to be uh, three meters away from each other. Hmm. No close contact with, with another passenger. You have to be, you have to stand at least three so feet away from that? each other.
1: Well, meters, isn't that roughly three meters. six feet? Like five and yeah, a half six or something? Feet.
0: Yeah, it's six feet. I suck with six conversion feet. on the meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most Americans do. <laughs> yeah this uh but this I think there's more
1: meters in a in our foot right so like one or yeah nope. one meter is like less than a foot or something like that i don't know google it, i don't care <laughs> <laughs> this same article though man sixty six four hundred or okay so sixty six thousand four hundred and ninety two people um, are confirmed cases of the this virus with 1,523 dead. Really? Man. You know what? I honestly don't know too much about this virus either.
0: Mm. But <clears throat> that's nuts, man. Dude, it's everywhere. So... <laughs> Um, I'm surprised you haven't really heard more about it, but. uh, I've been in my moving slash trying to work in between bubble. (laughs) Oh, sure. No, that makes sense. But I mean, we have several states in the U.S. that with uh, confirmed cases, not in Michigan, thankfully. And I don't remember if they're in Illinois or not, if the virus is in Illinois or not, but originated in China, bro. So, like, they know where the source is, whether they want to admit it or not. I really believe it's true that they started this shit in the lab. And, um, and the one man that tried to raise his hand and say, hey, this is bad. If it gets out, it's going to kill a bunch of people. ended up shot dead. So, um. Hmm. Conspiracy? Question mark?
2: I don't know why the guy get killed
0: just because he had information that he wanted to share with the public. Or was it the virus? No, he was killed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I shouldn't
0: joke about that, but no, he he was killed. I, I'm not saying that he suicided himself. Um, but he, he definitely, he definitely was killed. So, It's a bummer, man, because like there's no vaccine for this thing. Not that a vaccine, I think, would help. um, But there's there's like there's nothing like these people are just dying. So we've not seen anything like this. There was there was no preparation. There was no, you know, no warning. Like it just came out and now we have it. So. Uh, it, it's, you know, for forever, people have made jokes about the Chinese wearing those masks, but they're onto something, dude, you know, might want to put a mask on when I see people coughing at work. Now, dude, I, I, I just leave the room like, eh, Oh, that's my cue. <laughs> let me go. Let me go take a walk. Cause, uh, if you're coming into work coughing like this, I don't know what you have. I'm just not trying to bring it home to my wife and my
2: son, you know? You gotta take care of yourself. So. I'm trying to listen to you and read at the
1: same time. Well, and I'm just, just read totally pacing with you. But I just saw that this, this whole thing came from bats? Yeah. Do you, what do you know, know about theory? this? Th- throw out what you know. That's one
0: theory. One theory is that it came from bats. You know, another thing is like, okay, a snake ate some rodent and the rodents had it. And, um, and then the snake was caught and killed and cooked. And then the person that ate that snake contracted the virus and spread it. But the theory that I hold to is, was grown in a lab for the purpose of biological warfare or chemical warfare. No, biological warfare. And um, and the guy who knew about it tried to say something and they killed him. Yeah. And the virus got out anyway. And it's spreading and it's part of some bio warfare that's going on right now. And nobody wants to talk about it. And those that do talk about it are not on the mainstream media outlets. They're on, you know, uh, not mainstream. What's the opposite of mainstream media? Underground? <laughs> yeah, it's all underground news networks that are, that are, uh, that are making this claim. So. Huh. COVID yeah. 19. COVID-19.
1: COVID-19.
0: Oh, that's the official name of the virus. Yeah. 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 They had to, you know, it, it's a smart move to rename the virus right now so that next year when everyone has forgotten about it, you know, you can say, hey, you need to get this vaccine against this virus. Well, what's that? C.O.V. Thing? What does that <laughs> even mean? And, and nobody's going to remember, you know. It was like that I I might be remembering this wrong but it was some virus that went around several years back. I want to say it was like bird flu or something like that. I think that's that might have been what they were calling it. But then right after they got done calling it bird flu, they started calling it or or once it, when they started calling it bird flu, they introduced a different name for the virus. They called it H1N1. Hmm. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. So they started calling it the H1N1 virus. And then they, you know, within the next year or so, developed a, a, uh, what do you call it? They developed a vaccine vaccine for it. And, hey, you got to get your H1N1 viruses. uh, 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 Vaccination. It's like, why the hell would I get that? What is that? Nobody even knew what it was. Because they didn't remember. Hey, remember that bird flu thing that was going around? Swine yeah, flu. Yeah, that's the H1N1. Or swine flu. Yes. Yes, swine flu. That's what it was. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's just a big old conspiracy. I don't really want to get that deep, but I really do. I, I think it's just BS. So, well, yeah, I think somebody's behind it. I think somebody's growing this shit in a lab, and they're spreading it around. I don't know conspiracy
1: ish, but I definitely could see well no, let me say this. I do know there has to be a lot that we don't know as general public and what goes on in labs <clears throat> whether private or governmental and then you know money and power rule the world man so why would you know drugs and uh viruses and health care be any different you know from sure being able to you know i guess be susceptible to a little bit of hey let's do this and not tell anyone Oh, you're yeah. gonna say something? Okay, goodbye. You're dead.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah, why would? But it I don't that know. Way? What the fuck do I know, man? <clears throat> yeah, we've all we've all seen Scandal, Designated Survivor. You know. Well, see, whatever. I was kind
1: of thinking about this today, actually, because I was listening to a podcast <clears throat> while I was doing some editing, and um, the host was like. You know, it's funny how <clears throat> when it comes to conspiracy theories, everyone's like, well, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but, and then they give like their conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um. Which, honestly, I probably just did a few seconds ago in my own way. Maybe, maybe. <clears throat> but, uh, I, I don't know, it got me thinking, like, why do we think the way we do about government specifically when it comes to conspiracies. And it's because Uh of the lack of what we don't know. And then you have to think like there are definitely has to be scenarios and deals and laws and stuff that happens that we know nothing about. And that is used to, you know, uh, forward their message or forward their fat pockets or a relationship that could be, you know, some type of value to to the people in charge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, even with, yeah. like, conspiracy stuff, it's like, you know, one, it's so easy because it's always like, well, you don't actually know, thus the theory part. <laughs> but it's the lack of not knowing that is like the Petri dish for these theories and for the lack of trust in our government. I feel like does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Like if does. you
1: could just be up front, and I don't even know if that's wise, I don't know. Maybe like, maybe it's best that we don't know all the stuff that happens like every single thing day to day. You know, we only get the news clips and whatever you know we basically get told like we look at china and you know they control their uh social media right <clears throat> and like yep and they'll imprison know. you they'll kill you they'll fine you they'll do whatever right and it's like oh Just man we can't we can't even imagine that like way of life but then you think like but does america do that in a completely different way to us Where it's not as extreme and in your face, but they pretty much control, you know, what gets leaked, what doesn't. We can cover this up. I I don't know. It's, you know, I sound like a conspiracy theorist. I don't really think I am. I'm just open to it. Because, and this is my point, the the lack of knowledge, like there's so much stuff we do
2: not know. What do you think?
0: Yeah. uh, The the fact that all of our founding fathers and every single president since are all Masons. And Masons is a secret organization. (laughs) Yeah, dude, have you ever watched the documentaries on it? No, I I have not. I've just I've studied it, just reading books on it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Documentaries. It is extremely interesting. It's it's interesting the fact that every president is a Mason. You name a president, they they have been every single one
2: of them a Mason. Even Obama.
0: So, okay. (laughs) Secret organizations from the very beginning, that masonry secret organization has been around since before the founding of our country or before the founding of our Constitution at the very least. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of secrets and there are a lot of reasons to not trust our government. So, um, it's just that simple for me. Yeah, I'm willing to entertain just about any damn conspiracy when it comes down to our government because they are so secretive. Because they are not for the people, by the people. Those are just cute words. It has never been for the people, by the people. The fact that we all vote and our votes don't count to elect a president makes me not trust our government. Your popular vote means bullshit. The only thing that matters, the only thing that um, brings a president into office are the electoral votes. It's got nothing to do with you, Joe Schmo. You go out and vote, and that's a good thing, and I'm glad you go out and vote. I go out and vote. I've voted in almost every election that I've been Um, actually, did I, have I missed? No, I don't think I've missed a presidential election since I've been able to vote for a president. Um, but I remember history class. (laughs) I remember government class. I know that my vote doesn't count for anything. And I know that it's a big deal that we vote and I understand that people fought and died for the rights of black people to be able to vote and at the same time i'm still able to say my vote doesn't count for shit the only thing that matters are the college uh, uh, electoral votes that's what matters
2: the few they,
0: make the decision for the many it's the few make the decision for the many exactly <clears throat> Now, they're supposed to consider the popular vote.
1: Yeah, that's what we want to believe. Yeah, I
0: mean, if you believe that... But you're not that,
1: telling me that those people can't be bought and paid for. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that they are. Because, I, again, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you Nobody know... Nobody knows. If Trump's Nobody like, knows. hey, man, I really need your state. And I already got two of your peeps in my pocket or not even pocket, but like, you know, we're friends. They believe, like, let's, let's not make it negative. They believe in what I want to do and where we want this country to go. America. Right. And then it's like, Hey man, but I really need your vote too. To cause you're a swing state. I need all y'all motherfuckers on board. Here's a little, you know, I, I got some people that have some private yachts. They want to loan to you for the next five years, whenever you want. And, uh, You know, we're going to give you a little cushion, cash cushion here. And uh, we'll make sure that, you know, you stay in office for the next 15 years or as long as I'm in office. Like, you're not telling me that never happens. Of course it happens. And I don't know, but it might be shocking to see how much it happens. And again, maybe I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to admit that I am because I'm willing to admit that I don't fucking know which way is up or down. In politics but I have a brain <laughs> and I also remember schooling and that's a big part of the reason why the past <clears throat> couple of years I ha- or voting times I haven't even voted and there's some other yeah. circumstances that go into it as well but blah 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 I just you know it's a popularity thing but it does matter and here's why it matters at least in our generation or culture right now is because it makes people rich because everyone's (laughs) tuning in to watch this shit on TV and on Twitter. And they see all the ads, you know what I'm saying? That's how like, that's how places make their money are by advertisement. And sure. I mean, come on the election. Everyone's watching the election. Even if you're not voting or you don't care, you're still watching the election on some medium you know what i'm saying no doubt about it and the marketing alone like that's what it's all about i feel like and you know it's kind of shitty because like don't do this hoorah we're all fucking americans and we need to join together and make our voice count like have a brain like your voice doesn't count there might be some people out there who are in the right places and higher up things that actually give a shit. But, like, honestly, I'm so far removed. And there's so little that I actually know. To go back to my previous point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, the
0: fact is, is that... Uh, it, it costs a whole lot of money, millions upon millions of dollars to become president. Right. There's a lot of funding, a lot of begging and asking for money, borrowing money from special interest groups just to be able to get into office.
1: From people and, who um, are
0: already rich and
1: powerful. From people that are already rich and powerful. Like Trump and his,
2: you know, uh, what are they called? I don't know. His
1: what? entourage, for lack of a better term. They're not calling me up. Hey, Sean Dizzle. We <laughs> uh, we need your support this election. Can you yeah, commit to, uh, you know, how about you do half a million for us?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the thing, you know, the thing about Trump is that he didn't raise any money. He didn't take any money. Right, he just used his own. You know, I I think if, if you really truly are a billionaire, um it wouldn't be hard for you to spend the money to become president. I mean what do you need? Maybe twenty million?
1: Well you need more <laughs> than that. You need some people that believe in you and want the same shit as you,
0: whether that's good or bad. Ah, you just need the money. You need connections, man. Yeah, that and the money. I think the money is the biggest part. I mean, because the fact is that one of the major reasons why he won is because he said he wasn't taking any money. He's already got it. You know, he's like, look, dude, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to uh, take any special interest. You, you can't buy me.
1: Right? Well, honestly, presidents don't make that much money.
0: Especially for, a year. for what they do. Shit. I, I'd argue the differ. If you're, if you're making almost half a million, half a mil a year as being president and you never have to spend that money.
2: Think about that. You're not spending that money.
0: Everything is on the government, your health care, your transportation, anywhere you need to go, your food. You have an in-house chef. Everything, your kid's education—you're not paying for anything.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying we play ball players
0: way more. I I agree, but but when you add up all the rest of the services that they get, not not just so ball players get the money, and they don't have any of the perks, they still have to pay for everything themselves. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, if a, if a, if a ball player wanted a private jet, he had to buy that private jet himself. The president has Maybe, a private jet.
1: But now he's in a, a higher bracket where he's hanging
0: out with other higher bracket people. I'm yeah, just saying. I, I don't know. I've never heard of a ball player actually getting a free jet. Well, Tell not getting more. a free jet, but, like, using a free jet? Well, yeah. Why has it got to be his saying. jet? Not, not using it. I'm saying the president gets a free jet. <laughs> he gets a free jet. Air Force One. Any plane that he is on becomes Air Force One. His property. You know, paid for by the government. He never has to pay for transportation. He doesn't have to pay for security. All of that is paid for. They don't take that out of his half a million that he makes a year. So if you were to count up. Everything, the value of everything, a suit for every day of the week. All the expensive meals, just flying anywhere you want to go, doing everything that you want to do. I've, it's a whole lot more than half a mil a year. Uh, so, and I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying that it's not right. All I'm saying is, like... Yeah, I, I'm less sympathetic for a president, you know, for the amount of money that they make. I'm a whole lot less sympathetic for the amount of dollars that they make, given the fact that they never have to spend a dollar for anything.
2: For their so, term, I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: I mean, I see your only, point. Not only for their term, but you still have security secret service serving you every single day of your life for the rest of your life did you know that (laughs) like they don't they don't don't stop protecting you
1: well i mean i don't think they should because listen the government does a lot of cool good shit for us and our country and like this goes back to like there's so much i don't know And that's fine. It's probably for my better because I'm not put in situations where assassins are trying to kill me or spies are trying to get to me or like my family. And, you know, I need like protection all the time and all that stuff. You know, I, I think even in my pea headed brain, I get that. Sure. But my point earlier was just the fact that we don't know. I think that that is used against us. And here's where I wanted to go with it, which by the full circle. So after your term, you make around two hundred and seven or eight thousand per year. Anyway, as a ex-president, former clever, the point I was trying to get and wanted to explore, I guess, was like, I guess maybe the whole ignorance is bliss thing of like, you know, is it, is it okay for leaders to maybe keep certain things? Maybe it's, you know, they shelter us or maybe, you know, well, you know, we can't put this out because it'll create havoc. Or we can't put this out or it'll create paranoia or, you know, whatever the case could be. Like, don't you think that's good? Or should they just be transparent and be like, well, this is what we're doing. And we hope you don't freak out. And we hope you don't like, I don't know. Am I making sense?
0: Yeah. So basically, we need to trust our government. But the fact that the government doesn't tell us certain things means that the government doesn't necessarily trust us, the people. So... Like on people. a whole, yeah, on a
1: whole, which yeah, makes exactly honestly makes a lot of sense to me because even in this town I live in, ten thousand people, right? Just take mm-hmm. ten thousand people, and you know, you let something out, or no? Like we're all sorry. I don't know why I said let something out, but like okay, so you take a group of ten.
0: Who let the dogs
1: out, Sean. Ooh. Sean, Sean, Dizzle. (laughs) So you take 10,000 people anywhere. They're fucking crazy people.
0: (laughs) No doubt about it.
1: Like full of paranoia, full of confusion and questions, and ten probably close to 10,000 different ways of doing one simple task. So I understand the need, and I honor like our US government and the way that it functions I think there's some shit in it but overall I think it's really good I think it works you know obviously I think some things don't need to be put out there because not everyone can handle shit the same way you know what I'm saying true story
0: (laughs) but is that okay I don't know I I would, I would argue that it may be, I mean, think about it from a parent's perspective with their kids. You're going where I wanted to go. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to tell your kids like, Oh, Hey, we don't have enough money to pay the house note (laughs) this month, or we don't have enough money to, you know, do this or do that. Or we're three months behind on our water bill. You're going to have to go take a shower at the neighbor's house. Like, yeah, like there's certain things that you're not going to disclose just so that there is a sense of security and safety in your home with your kids. And so I would argue that that's probably part of the reason why there's so much uh, secretiveness. Is that a word? I think so. So many secrets with the the government. Yeah. And that's just me trying to be nice. Well, I kind of want to be nice
1: too, because I, I mean, I'm honestly just tired of hearing so much shit about Trump and Obama and the government. And like, you know, I like, I have my views and my things, but like the government's not all bad. Like not everything and everyone And every person in the government is out to fuck us over. You know, like it's twisted so much, I feel like, in the media. Which, that's what they do. Because again, they want people to watch it. If everything was all sweet and nice, no one would watch anything. Because we all like drama and conflict and death and fucking hellacious shit. Like, we just do. We used to sit in coliseums and watch people fight to the death. And now we watch Netflix, where they pretty much do the same thing. Like, we're still the same fucking people. <laughs> and we're this always gonna is be. This Sparta. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, <clears throat> all of that being said, I don't feel like the government is just a bunch of these people who have more money than I do and ever probably will, and they're all just conspiring to fuck me over, because I live here, you know? Like... Sure. Can't we get a break from all that shit? Like, does no one, you know, like, it's kind of like, here, I'll relate it to what I, well, I'll try to relate it to how I think it might be for government people, right? So, I was in Walmart this evening, and there's this dude standing in the middle of the thing, giving out air quotes free gift cards. And he's probably trying to sell something. I don't know. It's probably like, oh, yeah, if you sign up and spend $3,000 each year, but we're going to break it up into these payments so you don't see that big number, you think you're only spending $40 a month. But we're going to give you this you know, $100 gift card for free. Well, of course you are. That's a great business model. (laughs) It's super shifty and shady. But people are like, oh, yeah, that's, I want $100 right now, and that's only $40? Like People are dumb enough to not be like, yeah, but really what you're literally telling me is I'm going to be spending $40 times 12, and you're going to give me $100 right now to do that? Like You're still making shit tons of money off of me. But we don't think like yeah. that. I just right. walk right by those people because I used to be the guy selling the shit. I've done it. For five or six years and i was good at it right <clears throat> like now that i said all that i forgot where i was going don't you love Me it too. <clears throat> my oh. point is like we can like there's this guy in the mall or at, at walmart or wherever right we've all seen him and he's just doing his job like, he doesn't care if I succeed or fail. He doesn't want any ill will on me, probably. I don't know the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's just doing his thing and trying to make money and support his life and do his thing. He has, you know, he's not out to get me. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I, I completely don't know where I was going with that.
0: No, it's all right. Man, I, it was such a good uh, point, we I can like- so, so, you know, we're expected to trust and we're not trusted. And, and that's fine because not everybody's at the maturity level or maybe not maturity level. Not, a, not everyone in this world ha, or in this country has the same trustworthiness. So, you know, people overreact. It, it's like, you know, the, the conspiracy, the alien conspiracy. Uh, if the government really does know that we have alien contact and da 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 they can't tell the American people because most people will freak out and go
2: nuts. Right?: Yeah, same thing with I mean, bigfoot I guess
0: You know, if if the government told everyone, yes, big feet, bigfoot is real, and you know, we have contact with them. And blah, 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 blah.
1: <laughs> His All code name national- is
0: actually LB129500.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All the national parks would close because nobody would want to go because they'd be too afraid. That's one, one side of the, the coin. The other side of the coin would be, you know, maybe the place would be flooded with people trying to track Bigfoot down and, and kill him them for themselves.
2: You know? Uh, oh, you definitely have that happen. Yeah, of course. I want to mount
0: that big motherfucker's head on my goddamn wall. The, there is a theory that the reason why we have so many national forests, protected lands, is because the government knows that there are Bigfoot in there, and we want to protect the species. Put you know, they're on the endangered species list and we need to protect them. The government needs to protect them. So they protect their, you know, forest areas in the US to uh to make sure that their habitat isn't destroyed and we don't lose a species. You ever hear of that theory? Uh, you, ever, you ever think about that while you're studying your frickin' dumb flat earth theory, Sean Dizzle? You huh? always you think, think I'm a that? flat
1: earther, but I'm not.
0: <laughs> I don't think you're a flat earther. I just think it's funny that you even entertain the idea. I never entertain the idea. Flat earthers okay. are dumb. What about the 150-foot uh, ice wall around the globe? Or... What? The disc. The disc? What are you talking about? The flat earth theory postulates that Antarctica is nothing more than a 150 foot wall of ice like Game of Thrones around the disc. We're not a globe. We're more of a disc. That's what flat flat earthers believe.
1: Oh, More power to it.
0: North, north Pole is the center. There's an ice wall. So if you actually were to sail south or north or east or west far enough, you will get to Antarctica and to an ice wall, and you won't be able to uh,
2: go any further than the ice wall. So. Okay. Come on,
0: bro. That's like Flat Earth 101 right there.
1: I've never looked into Flat Earth.
0: (laughs) I swear you did. That's okay. It's all right. We're on a disc. We're not on a globe. We're on a disc. Yeah. It's not not spherical.
1: I think my point that I forgot was, like, it's people doing a job. That's a good point. It can be taken as, oh, you just want to take advantage of me but it's like no I mean you have brain you make your own decision and maybe I maybe I still lost the point I guess I'm just I'm tired of everyone and me included being like oh the government's just they don't care and they're out to get you cause like if you talk to those people they're like no my intent is to not fuck over Americans it's to keep them safe and to make their lives better For them and their families and for mine because I live here too. (laughs) And there's definitely got to be more of that than this conspiracy you know uh, freaking Illuminati you know shit that's like oh you know and I think we can get it, it just gets super messy because There's a lot we don't know, and there's a lot that they won't tell us. And I guess I'm beating a dead horse, but... I got it, bro. The horse is dead. I totally understand. So the next time you want to talk shit about China being so harsh, you know, just just imagine what's happening in our government, and imagine why they're doing it.
0: Yeah, we'll never know.
1: And also imagine that you're not doing it. So does that mean you're not qualified? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it literally just money thing? And, well, you weren't born in the right family with enough money.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's a major part of it as well. You know, it takes money to get into the most powerful inner circles, you know, of the world, right? So... More money,
1: more problems.
0: more bitches. So, um, you know, the, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about that we said we were going to talk about is uh, a conversation that I had with a buddy of mine, with some buddies of mine about church and why they don't go. I know it's a hard transition, but... Uh, <laughs> 57 minutes in. Yeah, I don't care. Who cares? If you're still listening, more power to you. We love you a long time. So, um, yeah, we were talking about uh, churches around America. And then somebody brought up Joel Osteen basically saying like, yeah, you know, my wife loves old Joel Osteen. Are you kidding me? My wife watches him every fucking Sunday morning. And and everybody starts talking about Joel, Joel Osteen. And then, you know, they went to, how much money has this guy got to be making? You know. So, of course, everybody jumps on their phone and start, you know, asking uh, Google, uh, you know, net worth of, of uh, <laughs> Joel Stein. You know, That's the, that was the first question. The dude is worth uh, about $40 million somewhere between 40 and 60 million dollars probably closer to 60 at this point hmm. you know the largest church in america growing leaps and bounds one of the fastest growing churches in american history trump right? change it's bro houston texas i mean he, he bought out the the football stadium and turned it into a gigantic church they've got several gi- services and on and on and on. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm talking to like Catholic guys or former Catholics, guys that, you know, non-practicing Catholics, if you will. Uh, and they're just like, they all made the same point that you and I have made from the very beginning. And, and, and all of these are older guys. Like all these guys are my dad's age or older. Um, that I hang out and smoke cigars with, and they're just a lot of fun. So I hang out with them. Um, they're just like, you know, one thing that bothers, one guy says, one thing that bothers me is you got a church in the community that's making all this money and where are they at when it comes down to their community that their church is in? He's like, I'd be damned. If I'm going to go step foot in another church where the pastor is driving a Cadillac and you got members of your church that uh, that can't pay their bills, getting evicted out of their houses. You know, lights are shut off or they don't have water or whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, and so they just have the major question, like, what the hell is Joel Osteen doing? you know, for his community, you still got poor people in Houston, you know, whatever, and started talking about the stuff that's going around in, in Detroit, you know, you got all these people in Detroit, all this um, gentrification that's happening, and churches that are basically emptying out all over the city. Nobody's going to, very, very few are going to church these days compared to, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years
2: ago, 50 years ago. Um, well, and to that point,
1: church is completely different than 30 and 50 years ago.
2: It is. It is. But in what way are
0: you, are you saying right now?
2: Uh, in both
1: bad and good ways, just in a general manner. <laughs> what,
3: I what mean, we, in you fifth grade? want me to be specific?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, <laughs> so obviously, that's a question. Like, I feel like church used to be a communal <clears throat> uh, thing. More so than it is today. I mean, you've got churches next to churches across the street from other churches everywhere. Big towns, small towns, cities, you know, wherever. And, uh, you know, they, I don't know. It's, It's not like a, like church used to be a part of people's lives. It wasn't. Church, like, oh, I'm going to church, you know?
0: Yeah, it was community. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, we've said. correctly, but... No, it's community. Yeah. It, it used to be community, and it's not that anymore. And, and I think
1: the other way, it's become such a part... Like, maybe even <clears throat> church became such a part of the community in America with technology and everything else, you know, and which, you know, all of those things I believe help shape our mindsets and shift our priorities and how we view and do life, you know? And now it's a more commercial business production versus an authentic actual community of mind like people with similar yeah. mindsets, like communing, like doing life together, not just going to a concert sure. on Sundays or Saturdays, or if you're fucking hip and you do it on a weird day, like a Tuesday, because you're like totally a hipster church and you like streamcast your stuff and tweet it out, and like you Fe- got all the streamcast, the lights, and the cameras, and you know, like it's just. It's like going to a different. fucking concert anymore. Sure. And the preacher is the main event. And yeah, I don't know. But some of that's not bad. Like that can still function in a authentic community way. And anyway, I'm getting long winded, but that's what I meant.
0: Okay. I got you. And, and honestly, a couple of the guys hit on the exact same points as you just brought up. So, um, you're, you're right. Like
1: even with Joel Osteen, it's, it's not, I've, I feel like I can say this and judge me, strike me dead. I'm fucking saying it, but like his church is not the model of Christ in that it is a business. He does have a lot of fucking prosperity. In a community where there's a lack of it. And if I parallel that to Jesus in his day in the Bible and who he literally taught us how to be with his mouth and with his actions, they don't line up, man. So, like Joel Osteen, you're, you, you, like, if you believe what you're doing is biblical oh, there's, you know, there's something wrong with that. And I don't, I don't want to like say like, oh, you need to go to hell. I ain't trying to put you in heaven or hell. Okay. I'm not God and you don't need to do the same for me. Right. But man, like something needs to change, bro. Like who's going to, who's going to open your eyes to like, yeah, man, you're doing some things wrong, bro. And you're claiming Jesus and like fucking money and that's not it's not biblical and then you know they spin it and, well yeah it is you know he did not call me to live in a cardboard box well that's not what i'm saying either <laughs> which isn't it funny when they get like and i don't know why they go on news uh outlets and get interviewed because they know what they're getting into and they're always asked the same question like well aren't you supposed to like serve and give and like be humble and like you have jets in this massive church and like you drive this and you wear this and you know like seems like you're just doing really well and you don't care about the poor (laughs) and they always have a rebuttal you notice that yeah to justify the nasty, disgusting, lukewarm shit that God said i'm gonna spit you out of my mouth like that's literally what I believe God meant when he said that
0: you know for for me i I'm on the side of uh, I, I guess what I should say is i I do agree with you, but you know one of the things that was said was said by me, actually what I said in response to the guys, when they started talking the way that you are right now, I said to them, you know, the, uh, I, I think it would be a lot more palatable to, uh,
2: to have a pastor like that
0: where you see, you know, them doing so well and having such good success. If there really was honesty from the pulpit as to how the money was being spent. That's being given every week. You know the the fact that you know the like laws are set up to where
1: who's going to follow a homeless man?
0: Yes. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, uh, in a sense, you know, the pastor is the figurehead of the church, right? If if Christ is the uh, Christ is the cornerstone, uh, like everything is built around the foundation of Christ, we know that Christ didn't live a wealthy life while he was on this earth, right? He slept, he camped, is what he did. Like if there's any validation for me being the black daniel boone is the fact that jesus slept many nights in gardens and in in the woods that's that's where he slept jesus
1: was a hippie man
0: (laughs) he literally told his disciples he said look come follow if you're going to follow me i need you to understand that the son of man has nowhere to lay his head like those are literal words of christ you know, when, when he and Peter were, you know, they get off a boat, they're heading to this, to the next place, the next town. They're like, Hey, you know, we're going to actually have to pay to get in. And Jesus said to Peter, he says, uh, who uh, blah, 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 blah. The story goes where it goes. And then he says, look, go ahead, take your fishing rod and go fishing. The first fish that you pull out, open its mouth, there's going to be money in it, and you can give it to the guy for me and for you. That's how the story pretty much ended. Because they didn't have any money, because they were poor. Jesus literally had to perform a miracle. He told Peter to go fish and grab the money that would come out of the fish's mouth so that they can actually get to where their next assignment was, was okay? Jesus is the cornerstone of the church, right? He is the foundation on, on which everything is built. And then we've got Joel Osteen making $60 million a year, <laughs> or, or being his net worth is $60 million as a pastor of a church, which is a nonprofit organization.
2: Like get that through your head first. Um, so 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 all of that
0: being known, my point was, it would be a whole lot easier because you know everybody's like, yeah, you go fuck yourself. I'm not giving my money to the church; they're all crooks, and nobody knows where all the money goes anyway. And that was that was one of the responses and i said well you know it is a nonprofit organization and then somebody piped in and said yeah exactly which means that they don't even have to tell anybody where the money goes right they're they're tax exempt which is a major part of having a 501c3 or being a nonprofit organization is your legal tax exempt status yeah There are bylaws and there's things that, you know, that go into play legally in order for you to have that nonprofit status and to be able to maintain it as well. Like a nonprofit organization like that, like a church, cannot take a political stance from the pulpit and sway votes one way or another. That is illegal. You cannot do that and maintain your nonprofit organization. That's something that a lot of people don't know. And yet there are a whole lot of churches out there that'll preach. And in their Sunday sermon, they'll be like, I'm voting for Obama and you should too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, you, have, you have politicians that go visit churches and they're not supposed to be able to do that. You can't endorse a particular candidate from the pulpit when you're a nonprofit 501c3 status legal status um so uh, long story short my point was is that if there was an understanding as to um where the money goes and how the money is being spent in a 501c3 or in a church it would make it a whole lot easier for people to actually go to church and donate their money the ministry yeah definitely and i mean some churches
1: i feel like i've personally witnessed are pretty decent with that and they actually like if you're a quote-unquote member of the church they have like meetings and they go over finances and they literally you know like do it right and they're like Here's what the pastor's making. Here's what we're paying the accountant, (coughs) the friggin' children church leader, the worship pastor. Here's how much is... Oop, hit my mic. Here's how much is going to missions. Here's what it costs to keep the lights on. Here's what we're doing in local missions, a.k.a. our neighborhood. And they're super up front, you know? And that's awesome. And I feel like if you're gonna be a 501c3 church in America or anywhere else well I guess in America in this case like that's what you should do you should be good stewards of what you're given to manage right there's nothing wrong with that totally agree with that do it do it well fucking kick some ass for Christ that's awesome but when you're in like a mega
0: church that should be on a t-shirt by the way
1: Kick some
0: ass for Christ! <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. But when you're in like, we'll have to tell a fan fan club prez now that she got that cricket. <laughs> we know you listening. Idea. There you go. Um. Anyway, if you're a mega church and your pastor's rolling up on dubs and fucking flying on his little private jet, I don't understand that. I don't know what the need. Of that is. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like, I'm not saying you can't, you know, like, you, you don't need to go live in a cardboard box and be homeless to minister. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there should probably be a level when, you know, your house is half the size of your mega church and <laughs> you're rolling on like these massively expensive vehicles that is purchased with your not-for-profit money like you're not just getting by here you're you're not even doing well you're doing extremely well and wearing like dude you if your shoes cost more than someone's monthly income i mean come on you're doing that for christ really are you because it seems like your fruit ain't producing what your mouth says that it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, I don't like it, man. And listen, I don't gotta like it. I don't support Joel Osteen or not even him. Like other people that do the same shit. I don't, I don't go to the church. I don't give them my money. I don't give them my time. You know what? Maybe God did call him or her or whoever, right? To, be that person and you're supposed to minister to those people like that. And you know, people on that level probably aren't going to relate too much to people on my little piece of shit level. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, you know, who am I? Right. But I'm just exploring this topic because from where I am sitting and what I have read and studied and witnessed, I just, you know, Ah, uh, just seems seems like, yeah, get it out of here. Like fuck you, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: Sure. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, you know, and I'm not really at the fuck you stage right now, but I I do it, I'm I'm at the point where it's a bit disheartening. You know, it is a little difficult to um it, it's difficult to hear a lot other people, especially friends of mine, uh, bashing church. Although, you know, we do a bit of bashing ourselves on this podcast, it's still a little hard to hear it. Uh, you know, it's hard to hear. Well, it.
1: I think it's, and I'm totally speaking for you, but I'm really speaking for myself, and I think that you agree. And then you can tell me if you do or not. But I think it's hard to hear from other people because when we get on this podcast or if we're just hanging out or whatever and we're talking about the church in a negative way, my intent is not to just be like, fuck the church and fuck God and fuck everyone in America who says they're a Christian. Like, that's never been my intent. Right. I may have said that. (laughs) I probably have said that, but it's not, it's not my intent. Like, I don't actually mean that what I'm act like. I'm, I'm trying to bring a harsh way of saying, like, we need to look at what we're doing as the community church, not four walls, not five Oh one C three business plans, just as the church, like people, across america we need to really analyze how people actually view us and oh that shouldn't matter yeah it does matter because like we're supposed to make disciples and we're like people think we're so judgmental and hypocritical and we're prosperity driven and all the negative things that are super anti-christ but we do that on a weekly basis multiple times a week when we go to our churches and we don't see anything wrong with it but i can say fucking wake up you piece of shit and then i'm the bad guy it's like no man i'm just like i really am struggling with how i was taught to do church as a kid and as a young man and now as an older man well not old man but you know i've seen more i've been more places i've heard more i've I, I think differently now. I'm a little more mature, hopefully. And now I'm trying to figure out like, okay, why why do people perceive Christians and church to be this way? Well, maybe it's because of that's how we're portraying it.
0: Sure. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt about it.
1: I don't know, man. That's like, I, I totally get what you're saying when... You know, it ups, it's upsetting to hear because I feel like their intent is not to be like, oh, yeah, how can we change it? Because that's not the real message of Christ. Their intent is, yeah, fuck that. I don't give a shit about your Christ. If I mean, if that's how you act and you serve that God or that Christ or whatever, fuck that. I don't need that in my life. Right. I'm a better person without it. Right or I'm just as equally awful without it because you have it and you're just as shitty as me. So why do I need what you have? <clears throat> just a thought, bro.
0: No, and and to your point, I totally agree. That's it exactly. You know, I I look at it in terms of my own intentions. So if the conversation is going on, you know, and and I'm hearing a whole lot of hostility. I have to check whether or not I'm participating in the hostility or am I bringing a voice of reason? You know, I I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to appear hostile towards the church, but, I, but there's just, a, there are a host of things that I just don't agree with. And I really believe that the church stopped being a community a very, very long time ago. And it will take a whole lot of effort and work in order to get us back to the place where we are a community. And we take care of each other the way that the first church in Antioch was designed to do. You know, I, I, I look at the church today versus the first church in Antioch. And I understand that things grow, things evolve, grow, uh, change. I do. I understand that. But fundamentals probably shouldn't change. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if they do change, they should get better, not worse. Right? Like I think about basketball. I'm I'm sitting at the bar for lunch and I'm, uh, you know, I'm eating my sliders for lunch and I'm looking at this kind of like 30 for 30 thing on the screen. And it was, uh, they were going over all of the famous slam dunks and just history of basketball. And so it had my attention while I was eating lunch by myself. And, uh, I look there and I'm looking at this, this guy that came across the screen I wanna say Chuck Berry, but that wasn't his name. It wasn't Chuck Berry. It probably was Chuck Berry, but I'm doubting myself right now. The guy who shot the free throws underhanded. White guy, a long time ago. He shot his free throws underhanded. Well, free throws have always been part of the game of basketball. Right? It's evolved though. They're no longer shot underhand. They're no longer like pulling the ball back under their legs and tossing it up. You know, you, you don't jump on a free throw. You just got to squat into it and then arc the ball up and shoot it in. That's the way that we do it. The, the goal is still the same, to make the free throw. But the technique has evolved. But the point is still to make a free throw. You know, then the slam dunk was introduced. Julius Ervin,
2: comes in and he's doing his thing, right? And then
0: that evolved. For the slam dunk contest, he says, you know what? I'm going to go from the free throw line, Got a running start, jump from the free throw line, and won the slam dunk contest. He's iconic for the rest of basketball history for doing it. Uh,
2: And then Jordan did it better. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but the goal was still the same to slam the ball, slam dunk. The root is still bro. the same. Air you, Jordans. Under-
0: you understand what I'm saying though, you know, the yeah. fundamental, the, the thing of what it is, it, it's still the same. And I, and I feel like the first church, according to scripture, they took care of each other. They were a community. And I really feel like that churches today they have lost that sense of community. They didn't improve on the sense of community. They've lost it. You've got too many pastors that are wealthy with poor congregations. That's the opposite of, of we, we've gone backwards. It's not. It doesn't even make any logical sense. And even people that don't go to church see that it doesn't make logical sense. And it keeps them out of going to church. And I think that's a problem.
1: Well, especially on such a, <clears throat> a scene, uh platform, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you're so visible. So many people don't see the local churches, right? They'll never step foot in there. They'll never see the pastor, let alone what he's driving or wearing. Sure. So I, you know, I get, I get that side of, of it too. And you know, I don't know. It's just, it's a messy thing because, because we're people, man, one. And two, because, you know, I don't know. It's just, you know, you see Joel Osteen and you see these televangelists and they're everywhere, right? Yes. And non-believers see that and they're like, oh, you're a part of that? It's like, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> Right. Well, they're saying Jesus and God. You're saying Jesus and God, Bible. I don't want that shit. Fuck that. Like, are you an asshole? You don't seem like an asshole. Why do you follow Jesus? Right. Boom. There you go. There's (laughs) relationship can now happen. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yep. And, you know, honestly, I think. Oh, were you kind of done with that thought process? Yeah, yeah, I was done with it. You know, the more I think about church today, I kind of wonder how much technology <clears throat> in our culture has really kind of fucked up things for the church organization. You know? Mm. Because, like, there's nothing wrong with creating a rock show necessarily on a Sunday morning, if that's what's needed in your community, right? Yeah. A celebration service, if you will. But then, like, at the same point, when that becomes the thing, I don't know. I I probably need some more time to... Because I'm just going to word vomit and it's not going to make sense. <laughs> so maybe we'll save that for the next conversation. <laughs>
0: I get Technology and late. church. Technology and church. All right. We'll talk and about that. And the effects it's had. All right. Fair enough. So, okay. So uh, let's just end it with this. Um, what do you call a group of apes that start a company?
2: I don't know. Monkey business. (laughs) My God.
1: It's such the obvious answer. I don't...
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i mean hey if your church is up to some, monkey business see yeah if your church is up to monkey business then you know it is what it is i i can understand you not wanting to be a part of it so hey, hey, um, we're
1: the monkeys, we're more just to you. Around.
0: <laughs> yeah when there's monkey business nobody really wants to be a part of it you know it's got to be something real and it's got to be something that's impactful because that's what people really want to do. I mean, if, if, they're, if people are inherently good, which I don't think that they are, but if they are inherently good, they want to make a difference in their community. But if there's no community to make a difference in, you know, hey, you know, whatever. Don't go. Do your own thing. Find a community somewhere where you can actually make a difference instead of at the place that has no community.
1: It's your thing Do what, do you're, what you're gonna to do.
0: do It's just that simple to me So
1: Come on baby
0: <laughs> Alright So um, We appreciate you sticking with us this far If you have gotten this far Yeah look um, at that It's like a Sunday and a Wednesday All in one Yeah seriously <laughs> So uh, if, you, if, you're, uh, if you're digging it and you want to join the conversation with us, let us know what you think on anything that we've talked about today. We're, we're all open for it. Uh, our website is unchurchpodcast.wordpress.com. Um, and you can catch all of our social medias on Twitter, and, uh, Instagram at unchurchpod. And uh, email us. What's our email address again? Unchurchpodcast.gmail.com or at gmail.com. Nope. It's unchurchpod at gmail.com. Oh, it's unchurchpod at gmail.com. I see. I haven't emailed us in a long time. <laughs> well, that makes sense because you're us. <laughs> it's all good. So like and share wherever you're listening, and um, and we'd appreciate it very much. So. Yeah.
1: ciao ciao.
0: Alright brother, good talk.
1: Yeah, we'll catch up. Alright, peace. Peace.